It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Caballero, the holidays are already here and us Latinos like to wait until the last minute to find the perfect holiday gift. But why not get the perfect gift early? Claro, I'm talking about the perfect jean. I've been gushing about the perfect jean for years. The stretch and comfort are unmatched. And they just released a new premium 99% cotton version of their jeans. They got that old school jeans look con un poquito de stretch for that perfect jean comfort we love. Think classic meets comfort that's a bit more breathable our favorite combo but it's not just their jeans that are perfect i'm also a tremendo fan of their perfect tees made with 95 percent cotton and 5 percent spandex these tees are durable but more importantly hug you in the right places to make you look and feel great hell it turns a dad bod like mine into a sexy boppy bod <laughs> and it wouldn't be a perfect jean spot without a discount use code Pero 20 for 20% off your first order at theperfectgene.nyc. Así que don't wait until the last minute. Get the perfect gift with the perfect gene today. And don't forget to use code Pero 20 for 20% off your first order. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 6 of Pero Let Me Tell You. It is the last episode of the year. Yeah, that's it. El año se terminó. Are we recording? Yes, we are recording. Okay, well, I'm happy that it is. Welcome to episode... What episode is it? <laughs> 281. 281, the final episode of season six of... <laughs> I like that you had to look at the the posters. <laughs> uh, twenty. What year are we in? 2023. The year of our Lord, 2023, yes. So, we just wanted to do one final episode this year to uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Whatever it is you celebrate or don't celebrate, we wish you all the best. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Well, I mean, whatever. It's probably like, you know, St. Patrick's Day already by the time we finish recording this. By the time we finish recording this... um, the dollar store will have Easter ornaments. <laughs> uh, all right. So, okay. So, wait. So, how was Disney? Because I know you went you went last week. Was it La Locura de Disney World? Or, I mean, I saw the pictures. You looked like you were having a good time. And and you enjoyed your carousel of progress, which is, is always the, the main goal, I think. We, uh, we did have a good time. And um, for those of you who have not been to Disney in a while... Um, I hadn't been to Disney. I mean, I go to Disney all the time, but I hadn't been since before the pandemic. So it had been, I don't know, three and a half, four years. Um, and everything at Disney is different now. Uh, everything is through the lightning lane or through the, everything is through the app. Okay. Actually. All of it is through the app from the 
um, from the entrance to the um, wait times to the, what they call it now, a lightning pass or fast pass, to ordering food to the schedules. Everything is on the app. Even the which, food. Everything is on the app. I mean, you could still go and order food um, <clears throat> the regular way, but they do have a pre-ordering uh, feature on the app where you can um, order whatever, and then you go to the restaurant and you pick it up when your number's called. Um, so it's all by the app, which is, is actually a good idea, um, but I just think that if they're going to make you rely on the app so much, they need to have chargers throughout the park. They don't? No. Oh, wow. Do they have Wi-Fi? They don't. Everything, your pictures, they're all, everything is on the app. Um, so it, we, we, we had a great time, and the... I mean, this is this is a secret, but it's not a secret, so I shouldn't be sharing the secret, not to ruin it. But the week that we went, which is usually the first weekend of December, um, so it's after the Thanksgiving rush, but before the Christmas rush. Mm. It's a very, very, very small window of time that exists in Disney World, <laughs> literally in Disney World, where the crowd, the, the parks are not crowded at all. Oh, um, okay. And that's very, very rare. Even like the top, um, the top uh, attractions like Tron in the Ooh, Magic how, Kingdom. How was Tron? Did, did, Tron was amazing. It didn't have more than an hour wait for people who did not have the fast pass, which, you know, usually, um, it'll be like a three day wait, uh, when you go to peak time, but it never fails, never, that the attraction with the highest wait time at the Magic Kingdom is Peter Pan. Always. What was it? What was it compared, compared to everybody else? Always. It, it had a 70 minute wait. It had a longer wait than Tron. Than Tron? Then Tron. It had a longer wait than Tron. I've actually read upon this. The reason why Peter Pan takes so long is because they can only put like two maximum three people in each little gondola thing that flies. Ugh. So so that's why. But it was fine. It was lovely. It was Disney World. Um, you know, everything's expensive and overpriced, but we know that already. So we're not charting new territory here. Yeah, but at least the weather was nice. Por lo menos no era el calor the weather de, was very, de very nice. The weather was very, very nice. So, anyway, what is By everybody way, doing for Christmas? You got a haircut. I'm just, I'm just noticing that. Está bien lindo. Está bien cute. Thank you, thank you. I was debating growing up my hair again, but then I was like, I'm not going to. So screw that. Anyway, so how is everybody doing for Christmas? I think at this point, everybody's either all in or all out. Like they're, they're either ready or they're scrambling. Um. No, there's still time. Yeah, but this is like, I mean, by the time you hear this, this Friday, you've, it's, the countdown is on. Like, the last week is, is coming up before Christmas hits. The last week? Yeah, next week. Like, o sea, this, com this airs on Friday, um, the 15th, and then mm -hmm. that's it. So then you've got seven days, you know, it's, it's seven, it would be the 22nd. So, like, yeah, it's, you're hitting that last week of pre-Christmas Christmas. I don't know what that insanity means, but anyway, I hope everybody's having a lovely time. I think people are having a lovely time. What I will say, though, and I'll, I'll transition is I want to thank you specifically, Darian, for posting <laughs> something on our Instagram that has taken an unexpected turn. Um, in terms of engagement, oh, the Miami Fort Lauderdale thing. Yeah, so I love how it's like it, it, we started with the with the the post that we did about Marcelo and Bad Bunny and Pedro Pascal that got a lot. Then the Cuban Santa got a lot. Then your mother and the Bolinatos got a lot. It's like they're taking turns. Now it's the turn of the white girls versus the Latina girls dancing, and it has taken the most like vicious turn in the comment section. Well, well, for those of you who haven't caught on, so. Here's the thing. So in, in our Instagram, uh, I posted, this is nothing new. It's nothing First new. All, it's, it's a repost from only in day right. that they posted maybe a month or two ago. And, um, the, so it's, it's a viral video that about comparing Fort Lauderdale to Miami. And the Fort Lauderdale video is this video that went viral last year when they were doing the Cup It Up Challenge with Beyonce. Right. Of these, like, white girls completely out of rhythm, you know, all dancing to what it 
seems like a different song. Um, and then that's the Fort Lauderdale version. And then the Miami version is like a bunch of girls dancing, very Latina, in sync to Bad Bunny, to Titi Me Pregunto. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a joke. You know, uh, cultural uh, differences. You know, some, some people even like were like, bro, Fort Lauderdale is so much better. You're talking about West Palm, you know, Miami. Is right. Shit. You know, those type of stabs and jokes, they're perfectly fine. You know, if we're dishing it out, we have to take it. And that's totally fine. Actually, that's great. But and the video, what I think is funny about the post is that I posted that, I don't know, more than a week ago or oh, like almost two a month ago. Yeah. And, and it, it got a little traction when when I first posted it. Then it sort of died down. But then it's it back. just, like, in the last couple of days, it has exploded. And now it has, what, like 150,000 views? Something like that, yeah, some crazy number. But now, now, whereas the comment section was first funny, and again, we were taking jabs at each other, right. and, like, we were commenting uh, as well, responding to the jabs. It took, as it always does online, a serious turn that now people are like slut shaming and like it's become racial. And I'm like, this is why we can't have pretty things. Right. Yeah. I I, I just think it's hilarious. I will say, though, um, you know, even though I, I whatever, we're not going to respond to all these comments because at this point, people are literally having arguments amongst themselves. So, like, we're not going to get involved in that. Right bullshit. now, it has 434 comments <laughs> and it has, it has, um, oh, my God, it has 372,000 views <laughs> as of the time that we're recording this. And again, this was a repost from right. only in date. We didn't, I didn't even anything. come up with this content. Yeah, and but my, my what I will say is, you know what, guys, continue commenting, continue liking because you're pushing it into the algorithm, and our followers keep growing. So, thank you for helping us continue to grow. <laughs> At the end of the day, but you know, it um, it just goes to show what we've talked about several times that. Um, that, you know, something that is posted in, in an innocent or fun way that takes a life of its own and it turns into something else that it shouldn't have to. And, but it is what it is. And that's just, you know, when you post content online, whether you're podcasters like us or you're just an individual, you know, um, you don't know what way people decide are they're going to take it. So yeah, that's what it comes it, down to. It, it is what it is. Um, but I just thought it was funny. It is funny. It is funny. It is funny. It is funny. On the face of it, and it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a lighthearted jab is what it is, you know? Yeah, that's why I tell you, like, the people that were like, oh, no, bro, Miami, Fort Lauderdale is that, you know, Miami sucks. You know, this is West Palm. Uh, yeah, we dished it out, so we got to take it. That's fun. That's fun. But then, yeah, when it takes that nasty, nasty turn, um yeah. yeah. So yeah. my favorite was um, my my favorite was the one that said video on the right, which is the white girls, is like you know credit score eight hundred. The girls on the left credit score three hundred. And I'm like, you know that's racist, but at least you're you're kind of couching it in something <laughs> something kind of clever. I would say at least it's a it's a new way of approaching it. I have to say that the recent posts or content that we put on, I don't know if you listeners have, have if all of you have seen it. I really enjoyed the. The one I posted about what, you know, Americans eat for the holidays, like pumpkin pie oh, yeah. and apple pie. And then we're stuck with durong. And I'm sorry. I've said, I say this every single year. I'm not saying something new. You know, our listeners have not heard. It's almost I'm a sorry, tradition at this point. Durong sucks. It's just not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know our Spanish ancestors are rolling in their graves, but durong is not good. It's just, I, no. I, don't, I don't like it. I shouldn't say it's not good because there's people who enjoy it. My mom loves it turrón de, de yema tostada or oh. la monjolí. That's, that's her jam. And those are like legit but, turrón. Like when you say turrón, that's turrón. Not the chocolate and almond because right. you're just having a chocolate bar. <laughs> right. What do we always say? Turrón is nougat. And what is nougat? Turrón. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, to our listeners, you, we may sound, sound a little funny right now, but that's because we're in different states. Yes. So tell the people where you're at. Well, I'm up in the mountains of North Carolina, um, my parents' cabin again. It is 
cold as all get out today actually was the coldest uh it was 31 degrees like when i when i woke up this morning i actually had to take the stuff to the to the dump because they don't come and pick up garbage in the mountains you have to take it to the dump and there was frost all over the car like i had to sit in the car and wait for it to defrost um which is nice i, th- I love it i love coming up here we had the fireplace going you know we went out we got some ribs uh some barbecue at a local barbecue joint it, it's just nice you know to change it up a little bit um and get away like honestly we come up here and thank god we have wi-fi now um because that's how we're recording this episode but it's just nice to come up here and like you know what not do anything for a week or at most go into town and go candle shopping because that's what we do up here but i don't know it's just nice it's really really chilly up here which i mean look in miami it's never going to be chilly like not officially not reliably so we're hoping that maybe it flurries a little bit while we're up here but yeah i try to come up here at least once a year you know um what is it about cubans in north carolina and tennessee we've yet to crack the code we have yet to crack the code i think mostly it's more tennessee or or, and i think now there's starting to be overflow into north carolina because you know tennessee is only so big but yeah, what is it that um that they call it? the the Cuban Riviera, <laughs> Pigeon Forge and and Gatlinburg? It's the Cuban Aspen. Maybe it's because we all just really love Dolly Parton. You think so? I think so. You know, she's from Pigeon Forge. She's got Dollywood there. Maybe it's maybe that's what it is. We all just want to feel closer to to Dolly and her her warmth and her bosom. Oh, I was just um, I was just. I finished putting up the tree today on fake Friday and it took me over a week to put up the tree. I mean, granted, well, no, well, you were away for a couple days. I got the tree 10 days ago. No, 11 days ago. I was gone for four, but that's still seven days. And that thing has just been in there on there. And like, I just, I've been so busy and there's been so many things going on that I just haven't had time to like, properly devote to putting up the damn tree but i finally put it up and um you know i i think i've said this before i um you know the 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 cards people send you yes throughout the years i keep them and then i display them again do you keep the cards i keep the cards i don't display them but i do keep them i have a shoebox full of all the christmas cards that i've ever gotten yeah i i i display them because some of them are really pretty um and uh and do that. It's just funny how, and this is not a criticism to one side or the other. It's just funny how there's there's Christmas card people and then there's not. Yeah, I try. I always want to be a Christmas card person every year. I'm always like, I'm going to send Christmas cards this year. You know, I have friends in other states and whatever. But then it always inevitably just becomes like, I don't want to go to the post office and buy stamps. And then I have to sit there and, you know, what do I write to everybody? And it's like, I'll just send a, ha- a Merry Christmas text on the day before and call it a day. Like, so I only send Christmas cards. And, and when I mean Christmas cards, I mean, like, I buy a box of Christmas cards. Yeah, same. To my, my Michigan law school friends, because they're all very kind and they send me, like, beautiful Christmas cards. Oh, okay. And, and so I always send it to them. I always send it to them. Um, and that's it. <laughs> okay. But that's like what? 10 people more or less. Yeah. It, it's a few people. Um, but that's it. I don't send it to, to nobody else. So nobody got offended. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I do the same thing every year. I'm like, I'm going to do Christmas cards. And then I'm like, but no, like there's so, I'm always busy. And then now, like now, like planning, Christmas cards, it's like... <laughs> it's it's not necessary. Actually, the only Christmas cards that I do with any frequency every year are the ones that I give you all. And that's only because since every year I give you guys the, the mini ornament that I, you know, that I, I have kind of made into my own tradition um, without knowing, By the way, without knowing um, it. I put up your tree, I put up your tree this just now. Oh, there's a tree with all my little ornaments? Yes, you should tell our listeners your tradition. So every year when, when we all get together for our, our, our friend's Christmas party, you know, Christmas dinner, we do Secret Santa and, and all of that. But every year, God, how many years have I been doing this now? I don't even I don't even know how long, like, because I don't remember when I started that part of the tradition. But I give everybody a, a Christmas card and attached to the Christmas card is a little mini ornament. So maybe one year it's like a little mini, uh, you know, those little 
like glitter candies or mini nutcrackers, mini superheroes. Just again, you go to it's like from the dollar store, right? So you and and I know another friend of ours also has have taken it upon themselves to every year have like a mini tree where they add each of my little ornaments every year. Um, and I don't know, it's just become this nice little tradition now where I, I every year I look forward. I'm like, okay, what's the mini ornament going to be for next year? And just a little peek behind the curtain i actually buy them on the 26th of december because they're much cheaper and como no se i can keep them for, for the next year um so i just do that and then of course there's also the tradition that i have where i buy the crackers where you know we all we all pop the crackers tell like, the people about the crackers like if we are british people um again for anybody who's watched i guess harry potter might know what a christmas cracker is it's a long cylinder that has like a you, you everybody pulls on both end, both ends and inside there's a joke a crown and like a little boeria you know it can be a little toy it can be i, I don't know a, a candy something it's a keychain a, a a lighter it's just random ass crap but that's also something that one year i decided this will be fun to bring to christmas dinner and x years later it has now become a tradition where we, you know, friends of ours are even like we always, we always pop the. I was, you know, what I was going to say. We always <laughs> pop the crackers right before we're going to do our gift exchange. Yeah, and then we all try to put on. Well, we all put on our crowns, and then we all watch as you try to put on yours because apparently right, we, British people's heads are tiny. <laughs> apparently, apparently. So, and it's weird yeah, because those are two little. You know, Christmas tradition. We do. We have little traditions. Actually, this year's Christmas dinner should be should be fun, uh, as as with every year. Um, did you see the menu for this year? Uh, no. It's <laughs> it's Mediterranean. Really? <laughs> I love you were like kind of looking at like your notes about what you're going to talk about, and all of a sudden your head just went up and looked me straight in the eye, like like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Mediterranean. You know what? Okay, I'm going to take a few guests guests here. Was this picked by who's hosting this year? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's why it's Mediterranean. <laughs> anyway. Well, I for one... I would you know, not expect anything less on my dear friend. Listen, the British have Christmas pudding. This year, we're going to have Christmas hummus. It's... <laughs> Listen, a holiday hummus is always a good thing. Ooh, a holiday hummus. I love an alliteration. Okay, holiday hummus it is. Right. Change approved. Right. So, um... I guess this year I have to make up Yerna. Oh, you're for for Nochebuena. Yeah, but why? Why do you have? Wait, is, they're not gonna make a, a a lechon? No, they do. They make a pork, but I also make like I don't know around Christmas time a Yerna. Oh, okay. So, no, no, it sounded like you were making it in lieu of, and I was like, wait, what happened? Is your father my, like somewhere on crutches? Like, what, like my Yerna with with um with cracklings. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I, I do a pierna that's, like, really good. I have to share the recipe with our followers, with our listeners and followers, because it's really good. But basically, I cut the skin of the of the pierna in a way that um, the cracklings are, or the chicharrones are right there, and you just pull them out. So, it's so fucking um, good. It's a lot of fun. It, I mean, it's it's a so, spin on the pellejito, essentially. Yes. So, um, I hope, well, I hope all of our listeners are having a, uh, a good like holiday season up to now i'm sure they are i'm sure they are especially if if they didn't have to deal with like you and i didn't have to deal with uh you know art basil traffic last weekend oh my god i can't with it <laughs> like i can't i i can't, I can't with art, the, art, art basil and you know, and you know the, the the thing about art basil is that when art basil i don't know when it first started but when it earlier first, earlier right like like it wasn't even that long ago because I don't think that ten years is that Let's long in terms of like the totality of of an event. Like it was, it was great because you would go. I mean, it would be full, but not crazy. And you would see artists, but now it's become a pretentious thing yep. that it's not about. It's not. Yes, there are still instances where people legitimately show their art, but now it's about shop value and performance art. Yeah, and we're you and I are not necessarily fans of performance art as as a whole. We're not. We're just not. We're not. Tilda Swindon in a box is Tilda Swindon in a box. <laughs> and there's value in that. I just don't think there's value in it as performance art. <laughs> right. So 
you know, it is what it is. But it's Art Basel, and it's like a big deal. And and then people, I remember that last year they had the whole, um, they had the whole. Was last uh, year the ATM? The ATM. That that's like the most Miami thing ever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What did what did they have this year? I know they had like a. They had two people dressed up. I don't know as worms in the floor, like. You didn't see it? Okay, that in the grand scheme of Art Basel is pretty tame, if you really stop and think about it. Like, that's... that's. I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And you know what? If I were an artist with, like, an actual real medium, like a sculptor, a painter, you know, that even a graffiti artist that it has, like, this... Something tangible. And I'm showing my art at Art Basel, and you have all these people lining up to see Dohenka Tirana Piso, you know, acting like worms, I'd be so upset. Like, so upset. So then I, I so then I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't um, move forward with my proposal for us to be at Art Basel next year doing mime of a Kahachina <laughs> as performance art. What did you say? <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to propose next year that you and I have a piece at Art Basel where we, you know, we're mimes but we're miming doing a kahachina. You you don't think I should proceed with that then? I don't know. Good luck with that. Let okay. me know how it turned out. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll put it on the calendar. I'll let you know. So, yeah. Christmas is here, the time of year we start baking for family and friends. So many recipes out there call for water, but substituting milk makes a much richer tasting treat. O sea, nobody leaves Santiclo water in cookies. It's not just baked goods either. From hot chocolate, flan, or coquito, so many holiday treats are irresistible because of dairy. This holiday season, find the perfect recipe by visiting floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com. Feliz Navidad from your Florida dairy farmers, empero let me tell you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, I wanted to actually, you had mentioned, uh, you know, when we were talking about the white, the white girls earlier and, and the dancing and all that, you know, obviously that means Taylor Swift and she was recently named Times People Person of the Year, right? Um, but in addition to that, I came across actually today um, a statistic from Vivo. V- I don't know if it's Vivo or Vevo, the, the, the music, the online music video. It, it's Vivo. Yeah, it's. I call it, I say Vivo. All right. So so Vivo, they, they're basically the online MTV, for lack of a better way of putting it. They released um, their most watched artists this year. And unsurprisingly, while Taylor Swift was the most watched artist in the U.S. with 650 million views, who do you think was the most watched artist globally for the third time, for the third year in a row? I was a little surprised by this. Bad Bunny? No. Maluma? Nope. You're you're in the right you're in the right field, but but no. Uh just one more guess. Uh, Carol G. Carol G. With four point yeah. seven billion billion views globally. I honestly was taken aback. I was like, wow, I didn't realize. And again, it's, it's I'm bringing it up because of what we talked about a little bit last week, which is you know, Spanish language music really having its moment. I didn't realize that the moment was that big, you know, globally. And then Carol G, Carol G is enormous. Carol G, you have to remember also that we don't get the Carol G of it all because even though she's broken through American media to a certain extent, she's not going to get 
the attention that a Beyonce gets or a Taylor Swift gets, mm-hmm. right? Um, because she's just not because she's Latin. But I mean, Carol G sold out. I mean, she was on a stadium tour. You know, people talk about the Renaissance tour and the and the Eros tour. Carol G was on tour this summer and she was selling out stadiums. Oh wow, like, I didn't know that. Huge stadiums around the world. I mean, she sold out. She sold uh, out. Uh, Hard Rock Stadium here. Oh, I didn't Look, know. Okay, again, you you don't see it in terms of media and maybe your algorithm. Right, um, right. But I know a bunch of people that went to see her when she was here a few months ago. She was here hmm. a week after Beyonce was here. So end of August. Okay, okay, yeah. So it was, you know, the summer, the height. But that's interesting. Again, I think for me, it's just like, I know Carol G's big, but until you see a number like 4.7 billion, it doesn't hit you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the the magnitude of it. Because obviously, I know who Carol G is. We live in Miami, which is very Latino. You know, she's not foreign to us, no pun intended. But 4.7 billion views? I mean, that's a a shit ton of views. Also, while Taylor Swift and Beyonce are very big around the world, I mean, they both, Beyonce, her Renaissance tour started in Europe. Um, and she sold out stadiums there. Um, I think Taylor Swift, I think the Eras Tour is going to Europe next year. Um, but I mean, they're, they're, they sell out stadiums around the world, but they're still the most popular here in their home country. Whereas Carol G's, I mean, Carol G's also famous around the world. Uh, I mean, all over the world. And so it's just, I think our perspective is a little skewed because since we live in the United States, they don't, it's sort of a little bit taking it back, you know, to the early aughts when someone like Robbie Williams was the biggest pop star in the world. Yep. yep, In the world. I mean, Robbie Williams in his 300, 2003 concert in Nebworth, I think there was like 200,000 people at his concert. At the time, he broke a world record as like the concert with the most people. I don't know if he still holds that. And he was by far the biggest pop star in the world, including Latin America. Yet here... We saw him at the Encore Theater, which had maybe capacity for 2,000 people. If that. But in London, in England, there was 200,000 people going to go see him. And um, so I think this is a little bit, it's similar, it's different in the sense that Carol G is has a, is widespread in her popularity. She could pull up stadiums here and in, England, in Europe. But it's similar in the sense that you don't hear it or see it here as much as in other parts. Hmm, interesting. I never thought about the comparison with Robbie, but that makes total sense. But that's sort of like last year, the high, the most streamed album worldwide was Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny. Right, but I feel like that album you could not escape. Right? Like, I, we, we talked about this, where it's like, that album, Bad Bunny, became, in this world of, of curated everything, where you kind of only know what you know and know what you watch, and your grandmother doesn't necessarily know what you, you know, where we don't know, we no longer have the Michael Jacksons and the Madonnas that everybody just kind of knows who they are and, and the song. He kind of surpassed that. Like, he crossed that line and he sort of brought that back. I think, if, you know, whether you like him or not, it became just this monstrosity of a hit that you could not escape. And and I don't necessarily know, at least here in the U.S., I, I have to speak to that, that Carol G. has had that that same impact, as far as I understand it. I mean, yes and no, because when you look at, like, Latin music awards and all that, she, she sweeps all of them. Right, but what I mean you is... You know, so, I, mean, I, I, I look, I with what you said... I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Like, if you would have asked me who was the most streamed or viewed artist mm-hmm. in 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 the world, I would have not guessed Carol G. But when you tell me Carol G, I'm also not surprised it's Carol G. Right. Well, I mean, that makes sense. In all fairness, she was your third guess, so clearly she was at least in your top five. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't guess she was the top, but I, it doesn't surprise me either. 
Yeah. yeah, good for her. No, good, good for, for her. her. Listen, listen. Uh, you know, uh, all these you know girls with the first name and and one letter last name. You know, you got your your Becky G's, your Carol G's, your Naughty Natasha's. You know, all, all these girls. Querida, Colombia. Have have at it. It's funny. Shakira was actually <laughs> to kind of tie back to what we talked about last week. Um, Shakira was the second most viewed artist uh, globally. Yeah, yeah. She had a huge song with. Uh, <laughs> yes. Nothing will put you into the stratosphere like talking about your cheating ex. <laughs> yeah. That's part of that song. That's a great word. That that that's a word that doesn't really have an English translation. Yeah, like Well, I mean it has a literal translation, but not Yeah, but like right. most people do it. No, you wouldn't say and I can't even think of what the literal translation of it is now, but you wouldn't say to somebody in English, whatever that is, like salpica, like get out of here. You know, you wouldn't use that as the thing. What, what wait, what is what is the literal translation of salpica in English? Oh moving right along. If you want to see up here a funny story. So Tristan watched Home Alone One and Two and then he was like Oh, is there any other movies that he did? <laughs> like, yeah, actually, there are different. Uh, another movie that he did. Let's watch The Good Son. Oh no! Did you? <laughs> we did. You did. That movie is not as bad as you think it is, right? In terms of like, what's the rating? A PG it's rated R. Oh, it's R. Oh, okay. Rated R. Yeah. There's I seen animal cruelty and abuse. He he says bad words, and then at the end, you know. You see him dying. So. It happens. And he was a child, but he was such a son of a bitch. He was not good. No, no. Did Tristan have a lot of questions about like? He did. He did. <laughs> it's like I didn't put. You know, it's not like we transitioned from Home Alone to like what's the one that he like, did? Like uh, Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Yeah. Right or whatever other movie he did. No, it's like let's watch the good son. <laughs> As one does. I think Party Monster might have been a little less impactful than Good Son. That's true. Didn't he end up in a box in Party Monster? No, in Party Monster, he he puts um, Wilson Cruz's character in a box. Oh, so Wilson Cruz has something in common with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, yes. Look at that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's why, That's you know, it's so weird that the other day I was watching... Um, I was just killing time on YouTube, and I was like, you know, let me watch the scene in Talented Mr. Ripley when Matt Damon kills Jude Law. <laughs> it's been a while. That's how you killed time? <laughs> Which, you know, usually that's not something I would do because I'm not into, like, gory or bloody or anything no. violent, but but I was like, I haven't seen this in a while. So, Like, if you had told me you watched anyway. a scene where they're on a Vespa, I would believe that, but not the one where, they're, where he's getting killed. <laughs> anyway... Oh, I'm, I'm tired already for Christmas. So we have to tell our listeners, because now, you know, for those of you who have been on this ride with us for six seasons, you know, we take a end-of-year Christmas, winter, New Year hiatus. Yep. I mean, it's really only about a month. But we need the month. So, so we will be back. This is our last episode of Season 6, our last episode of 2023. We will be back January 26, 2024. Yes, yes. And with that said, you know, that doesn't mean we're going away, going away. We've got some, we've got a treat that we're working on for you guys uh, in the meantime that will be on our Instagram at some point during the hiatus. And also, of course, you know, you can come to Bean Pampoyo, which our last Bean Pampoyo of this year is on this Friday, the 15th of December at Shoujo's Dojo. Um, we're we're going to make, that's the only place that we have the karage sandwich. And we're also going to be selling, again, talking about getting your gifts before Christmas. We're going to be selling our uh, Lechong Life shirts there as well. So, yes. So come on down. Yes. Get some sake, get some karage, and then get a Lechong Life, which is the only thing I said right now that doesn't even sound Japanese. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe some people in Japan are wearing our Lechong Life um t-shirts this is true this is true i just i just didn't know how to say i don't know how to say lechong or life in in japanese so i you know i couldn't do it well even if we learn how to do it like we can't properly pronounce it so that's true well let's not even go there that's true but th- but you know what we would probably be given an a for effort i i like to think that people yeah. appreciate when you attempt to honor their culture yes so 
Anyway, well, that's it, everybody. Um, thank you again to all of our listeners for We're not going to do a last uh, soda? Well, my last soda is to our <laughs> listeners. Okay. We always give our last soda of the year to our listeners. I know, but it, it, I, I just was making sure that we hadn't run over things because I know you've been decorating that tree for like 22 years and you might be a little tired. Did yeah. I run over something? Did I hit something? I, like No, just like, you know, ran like ran past, not run over. Like, you know. So um, this year uh, was our sixth season of our show. Uh, so we're going to be hitting our 300th episode sometime like, next year end of like, which yeah. is insane to us but thank you to all of you who have uh, been in the journey so far for six seasons and you know we say this all the time but we're you know we don't take it for granted no we really really appreciate it we really appreciate when so many of you reach out to us and tell us your stories and tell us you know things that you you know you do or things that the podcast has reminded you of and uh whether it's time with family or, or things that you do um it really does mean the world to us we don't take it for granted no. and you know hopefully next year we have a lot more exciting things uh next year maybe we'll do but let me tell you goes west again i was thinking about that i'm like i definitely want to go back to your cousin's house because you know i love that kitchen Right. But you know what I was thinking also? I mean, we could also go, and let me tell you, goes to Texas. I mean, we could. Why not? Yeah. We haven't done Texas before. We've done West already a few times. I mean, we we, we have Martha Darby in, in West, and we have Jenny Lorenzo, That's and true. we have Eddie. Uh, Eddie. You know, so we, we've selected some really good people that are, like, yeah. friends and family at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got some um, good family out there, yeah. But we, we, I think we should also go to Texas. But let me tell you, goes to Texas. Listen, I'm always down for a road trip. You know that. And listen, at this point, you know what? Fuck it. Let's throw the the commercial fryer in the back too, and let's just go and let's just have a pop up in the middle of Texas. <laughs> I am not doing King Kong Pollo in Houston, Texas. <laughs> How about in Austin, Texas? No. You know what I want to say right when I say Houston, Texas, right? Uh, it, 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 it's Hillary Duff. I just can't think of the line right now. <laughs> How you doing, Houston, Texas? Oh, you were thinking Selena. I was thinking Hillary Duff. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking Selena. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I've told you, I, I, um, I have ties to, to Houston. My That's my true. dad's family lived in Houston, so we used to go to Houston a lot, and. You know, I first I skated at the Galleria Mall in Houston. I I've never um, been. I I the first baseball professional baseball game I ever went to was to see the Astros at the Astrodome. Um, so I have ties to Houston, and um, yeah. So let, let's let's see. You know, listeners, if, if well, I know we have some listeners in Texas, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But um, but to all of our Texas listeners. Where should we go? Should we go west? Should we go to Texas? Where should we go? Yeah, let, let us know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we can plan some type of live recording or something if there's enough of you. Imagine if we get this, like, I don't know, like just a bunch of messages of people like, Pero let me tell you, come to Wyoming. <laughs> if, we get I a, mean, if we get enough, I would go to Wyoming because that is definitely, oh God, for sure. that's, that's listener demand for sure. Like, sure. Hi, welcome to Pedro. Let me tell you, we're in Wyoming. I don't know what two Cuban guys from Miami are doing in Wyoming, but we are going to find out through our adventures. I'm sure that if we go to Wyoming, we can probably find like some type of elementary school cafetorium that we can just, you know, rent out for a couple hours and record for like the 12 people that listen to us there. I wonder if like the Cracker Barrel tastes better in these states. I think it's more authentic. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, it's more more authentic in the South, but yes. I've always told you. I've always told you. So here in Miami, we have a Cracker Barrel in Homestead, <clears throat> right? But I've always told you, like, in most parts of Miami, we can't have a, a Cracker Barrel. Nope. Because if I go to Cracker Barrel and Yuneki is taking my order, and you lazy, she's like, ¿Qué tú quieres? Puré de papa con el, con el bistec con gravy. Con las manzanas esas. 
con esas manzanas ahí y con canela, ¿quién come eso? You know? <laughs> And I can just imagine you Navi and you Nike in the country store being like, mira que estos americanos les gustan todos estos peperes y todas estas cosas, you know? <laughs> It just will lose. Yeah, the, the, the penny candy doesn't translate, no. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, listen. In another way, I would think it would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, we would do an entire skit there, yes. <laughs> yes, like, I would be like, I'm going to be here every week to document this. Actually, you know what I want it to happen? Cracker Barrel Highly on Westland Mall. They have space now. Sears closed. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Let's petition. <laughs> Cracker Barrel, Dana. And then, you know, actually, you know, you know what the Cubans would love? What? In the Cracker Barrel? I'm trying to think. What would they love? Uh, not, not, not the chicken fried no steak. No hay un cubano. No hay un cubano. Or, or, I would say cubano or Caribbean person. Que no le guste un buen sillón. Oh, yeah. There would not be enough. There wouldn't be enough sillones in the front. Sillon. And then, of course, your old Cuban would be like, estos sillones están buenos, pero no como que hacían en Cuba. <laughs> eso sí que era un sillón. Y eso duraba para la vida completa. Eso era por vida, esos sillones. Imagínate, pero mi, mi abuela you tenía la Cuban, misma. You give, you give a Cuban un portal con un sillón and they're happy campers. Yeah, the only thing I can make them happier is like una maca. Yeah. No, 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 un sillón. Un sillón con un portal. That's what they're all about. And the Cracker Barrel does have them. That's true. But they would so have at to, least okay. the first impression will be good. What I would say, though, Cracker Barrel, again, listen, I do multicultural marketing. I know how to get them. You put the sillon, but then instead of those giant checkerboard things, you put giant domino. And now, <laughs> well, now, now you got it. Now them. we're changing the, now we're altering the brand. <laughs> you're, you're, you're adjusting. You're not changing. Cracker Barrel, Cracker Barrel Hialeah, the only Cracker Barrel that has Domino instead of Checkers. There you go. Is, isn't the the KFC in Hialeah the only one that has something? Uh, no, they have the original fries, but that's... Oh, no, but wasn't there, there was something that, like, is the only something that has flang or something like that. Like, isn't isn't that... Oh, they're the only KFC that has flang. There you go, the yeah, yes. yeah. Flang on the menu. They have flang on the menu. Yeah, there you go. Um... But uh, that that would be that would be great. <laughs> Although I think the Cubans were like lo pancito. Claro, we, I, so, we love bread. I so pancito son tan rico. I'm like, oh, biscuits with gravy. What is there not to love? Bro, I've had so much biscuits and gravy up here. It's like not even funny. <laughs> I went to the Cracker Barrel twice while I was in Orlando, and one day it was it was the first day it was so good that before we left i'm like we have to go to the cracker barrel again and we did and then of course the second time wasn't as good as the first time Aww. you know what i also did you know where i also went in orlando because they don't have in miami La call me basic call me basic Shonies. our listeners right now <laughs> certain listeners that we know that listen to our show are doing the eye roll right now my ass went to macaroni grill Oh shit, that's right. We don't have one anymore. They, they all closed in Miami. My ass went to Macaroni Grill, and guess what? The rosemary bread with the olive oil tasted just as good as it always tasted. <laughs> and I love, I, I love the, the Pene Ruticana. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, yeah, my basic ass went to Macaroni Grill. I'm like, I'm in Orlando. I'm going to Macaroni Grill. Do what so, you yes. want, baby. Do and what I, you want. I can hear the eye roll from a bunch of people right now that I know that are listeners that are like, oh, yeah. whatever. They don't pay your bills. Yeah. God, that rosemary focaccia at the macaroni grill right out of the oven when they bring you the little dippings yeah, of yeah. olive oil. Oh, who's going to tell me that that's not good? A communist. That's the only people who would anyway. like it. Well, we got off a tangent here, but it went As we do. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us yes. um, this year. We have a lot of stuff um, for next year. This this train is going to continue to roll. Yeah, like, it, is, it is full stop. It is it is full speed ahead. It's funny because we've already got a few comments from people that are like, oh, you've been doing the podcast for many years now. Like, do you see, like, wrapping it up anytime soon? I'm like, nope. Not really. I mean, look, everything's going to have to end eventually, but I don't I don't know when that is. 
You know, if you ask me right now, nope. I don't have an end date. Listen, if, if the if the Simpsons and Law and Order can go on, we can go on. We have a much smaller budget. Yes, and he's saying that because next season, an executive producer is going to be Mariska Hargitay of our podcast. <laughs> I'm totally okay for that. The the sound effects of the show might change, but you know, <laughs> every episode starts with dung dung. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if like we have a somber intro music. So. <laughs> Everybody, well, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, a wonderful Merry, Merry Christmas. May you yes. all eat a lot of lechon, but most importantly, we wish you a wonderful holiday, a wonderful um, Christmas with lots of joy and health and wonderful things for the new year. Yes, absolutely, mi gente. Bueno, cuídense, have a fantastic new year, and we'll, we'll be back in about a month. Uh, January 26th, Friday, January 26th, 2024. Wait, let me just make sure that that's a Friday. I believe did, it's a did Friday. Did you just pull that date out of thin air? Like <laughs> January, Friday, January 26th, 2024. Okay, there we go. It's confirmed. He just looked at a calendar, the Farmer's Almanac. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a great New Year, great Christmas. Bye, Bye. Anthony. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.